Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. When I was 22 years old, let me just say it that way, I had the privilege, my first opportunity to be in full-time ministry as a student pastor. What a student pastor is is a person that works with teenagers. And so my first opportunity came in uh, Toccoa, Georgia, which is a, a, a rural town and it's a very small town. And so I'd been there only a couple months as a student pastor and began to, you know, trying to work hard and and help these teenagers and and begin there were some teenagers that started coming to our youth group and so forth and things started looking up it was it was pretty good and Rhonda and I uh, lived in a small duplex apartment and I, I mean it was really small and I remember sitting in that living room of that duplex apartment at 22 and then the phone ringing now again this is back in the day okay so we didn't have phones on our hips or in our pockets then it was on the wall with a cord Does anybody remember those days yeah some of you can uh, look that up uh, but we we did that and so I went over to answer the phone and when I answered the phone uh, you know I uh, said hello and this person uh, began to speak to me in a vulgar kind of way now again we was in a rural town, and back in those days, we had a phone book. And so my name was in the phone book, and of course, it was only that, that big, you know, so you, you knew everybody. And so this person got my number and called me and began to say things to me that was not nice. And I, you know, asked who they were, and they told me that they were a parent of one of the teenagers that started coming to our church, and pretty much that they didn't like God, and they didn't think that they needed God, and, and that who was I? And of course, I realized that they were drunk speaking to me and so he continues to talk to me and the bottom line he tells me that uh, that if I didn't do what he wanted me to do that he would come over and open up a can of whoop so you know this is my first experience I'm a country boy uh, and I don't know what to do and so the only thing I knew to do was say where do you want to meet where do you want to meet? When? Let's go get it on right now. And I can, you know, again, I'm on the cord phone. You know, I can't get away. And our little living room just a little ways. And I can see Rhonda when I start saying, well, where do you want to meet at? God, let me know where you, let's go right now. You know, I grew up, if you can't get along, get it on. Let's go. <laughs> and Rhonda's going. <laughs> and so I, uh, you know, I did not go there. He hung up and we hung up and I walked into the church office the next day With my chest bowed out I walked to the pastor's office knocked on the door and proudly walked in and said told him what had happened I thought he was gonna pat me on the bat or something say you well, you go man. That's it Don't let nobody run over you and he looked at me and he said Jeff Do you want to be a man of godly character? I said yes, sir he said, do you want to be a strong Christian? I said, yes, sir. He said, do you want to be a man of influence in this community? 
I said, yes, sir. He said, let me ask you a question. Do you think a person of godly character and a person who wanna be a strong Christian and a person who would be a man of godly influence in this community would do what you did? I said, no, sir. And this is a lesson that I learned that day that I want to share with you. And with the remainder of our time, we'll talk about it. Was this. It's coming up on the screen. And look what it says. Read it with me. When I know who I want to be, I will know what to do. That's what he taught me. He said, when you know who you want to be, then you'll know how to respond. You'll know what to do. And so when I answered that phone, I wasn't thinking about who I wanted to be. I was thinking about who I was. You know, my past, the way, the way that, you know, I was raised, you hit me, I hit you back kind of deal. And I forgot my identity of who I was trying to be. And so that's what I want you to know is that when I know who I want to be, I will know what to do. And the same with you. So I ask you this question right now as we begin this brand new year, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Are you acting? Are you, are you becoming the person that you want to be? Because when you know who you want to be, then you will know what to do. And that's just what we want to talk about today. So I want to give you three things today about how to make real change in your life. And again, the strongest change you will ever make is when you connect your identity to who you want to be. That's good. It'll lead you. When you say, this is who I want to be, then it'll lead your actions. It'll lead you. And so the first thing I'd like to share with you today, if you want to have real change, is number one, is change how you identify yourself. Change how you identify yourself. Now, to show you an example of how our, our, identity, our identity can work is that let's just say there's, there's two guys that want to quit smoking, okay, because smoking is a hard habit to break. So they want to quit smoking, and so they're at work, and then they go outside to break where they normally go, and two guys are standing there, you know, trying to quit, and, and then there's another guy that is a smoker, and the first thing he says, hey, would you like a cigarette? One guy responds this way, says, no, I don't want a cigarette because I'm trying to quit smoking. The other guy says, no, I don't want a cigarette because I'm not a smoker anymore. See what happened there? The one guy who said, you know, he said the right thing. I, I don't want a cigarette because I'm trying to quit smoking. You know, that's good to say. But what he did was he identified himself still as a smoker. The other guy who said, no, I don't want it because I'm not a smoker. All of a sudden, he empowered it. He changed his identity. You see what I'm talking about? And when you change your identity, then your actions will follow when you change who you are. You see, what I'm convinced of is this, is that true behavior, true change, true behavior change is identity change. I would say it this way. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader. Become a reader. The goal is not to run a 5K or a 10K or a half marathon. The goal is to become a runner. The goal is not to learn uh, an instrument. The goal is to become a musician. The goal is not just to read the Bible. The goal is to become a godly person. 
See, see, it changes your identity. When we set goals and we say, okay, I want to accomplish this goal, then once you accomplish the goal, then you're done and you go back to your old habits. But once you begin to change who you are, and you see yourself differently, you don't go back because you realize that you're becoming. You're becoming. When I know who I want to be, I know what to do. And that changes everything. I would say this too to you, how your identity can work against you is when you say things like this. When you begin to identify yourself with negatives, when you say, you know, I am terrible with directions, guess what? You'll never be good with directions. When you say things like this, you know, I'm always late. You'll always be late. Maybe you say things like this, you know, I'm not a morning person. And if you really want to know who's not a morning person, come to 12 o'clock. <laughs> it amazes me at our 12 o'clock service. Here they come walking in at 1230. <laughs> not even kidding. Not even kidding. Amen. I'm not an every Sunday going to church kind of person. If you say that, you'll never be it. Amen. I'm not a person who, who reads the Bible often. When you begin to identify with the things that you're not, you will never be what you wish to become. And the whole time that you're telling yourself, you know, I can change, I can do better, I can do this, and you set those New Year's resolutions, then your mind, you keep saying, well, I'm not that kind of person. And there's no willpower that can overcome what your mind is telling you who you are. It just will not work. It just doesn't work. Look at the Bible. God, God showed us this. There's a guy in the Old Testament by the name, we know him as Abraham, but his name was Abram before that, and God used him to build the Jewish nation that we know now. Look what it says. God told him, would you read what's underlined with me? I am changing your name. Notice that I'm changing your identity. I'm changing your name. It is no longer Abram, which means exalted father, but Abraham, father of what? Nations. Notice that. Would you read what's underlined again? For that is what you will be. See how God, God changed his name in order to change what he was going to do. In other words, he said, Abraham, I want you to know is that what you want to be will, will always let you know what you need to do. And so he said, I'm changing. Your, you're not just a father. You're not just, you know, a father of your family. No, you are a father of nations. And he changed his name. And every time that, every time that Abram heard somebody say Abraham, it reminded him of who he was. Yes. That I'm not just your average guy. I am a leader of leaders. See, once you change your identity, then he doesn't stop there. He goes with Sarah, his wife. Look what it says. Then God added regarding Sarah, your wife. Her name is no longer Sarah, but she's, but Sarah, princess. And I will bless her and give you a son from her, yes, I will bless her richly and make her the mother of what? Nations. Of nations. Make her the mother of nations. When you tell yourself for years that I'm not, it's hard to act in a different way. Yes. And one of the greatest things, if you won't have change in your life, is quit telling yourself what you're not. You know, I, I'm not a healthy person. I'm not, I'm not a person that's financially uh, free. I'm not a person that relationally good. You know, stop telling yourself those things. 
and begin to embrace your new identity. That's what God, he changed his name. There's a guy by the name of, I, I read earlier this week. His name is Victor Cerebrayoff. And Victor was a guy that uh, when he was 15 years old, his teacher told him that you might as well just get out of this classroom because you're never going to graduate and basically said, you're stupid. That's what she told him. You're stupid. Go find you a trade and forget your education. And at 15, that's exactly what he did. He did exactly what she said. He acted stupid for 17 years. He did, he did uh, minimal things. He, he was in trouble and finally got married. And once he got married, his wife convinced him that he was not. He said, she said, Victor, you're not stupid. Matter of fact, she made him go take an IQ test at 32 years of age. He went and took the IQ test. And, of course, the average person's IQ is between 90 and 110. When his score came in, it was 161. He was a genius. And from that moment on, he began to live like that. From that moment on, he became a businessman, he became an author, he became an inventor, he had many patterns. And guess what? The only thing that changed in him was his identity. What, what he had believed, what someone had said about him, and many of you sitting in this room right now, you are stuck in your life because somebody told you that you don't cut it, you'll never make it, you'll never be any good at this. I want to tell you today that your identity in Jesus Christ changes everything, amen? Stop playing those tapes over and over again. Don't be who they say you are. Be who he says you are. Amen? Amen. It changes everything. It changes everything. So I have a next step for you. On this connection card, it says, I will stop letting others define who I am. If you can do that, friend, your life will change. Real change will come. Okay. So it's coming up on the screen again. Let's say our statement together. This lesson that Pastor Chitwood taught me, I want to teach you. So let's say it together. Ready? When I know who I want to be, I will know what to do. When I know who, when I, know who I want to be, then I will know what to do. The second thing I would like to share with you, to how to have real change. I'm talking about real change is this, is behave like the person you want to become. Behave like the person you want to become. Amen. You know, your identity emerges out of your habits. Amen. People know you by your name, but they, you know, they just, they know your name, but really what they identify you by is your habits. You know, they know when they know that who you are by what you do. They, they, they identify you when they think of you. They don't just think of your name, your name. When they think of your name, they think of what you do. If you're a person that's always late, then they, when, they, when you tell them, well, I'm going to be there at such and such time, they've already identified you that you're not going to be there then. Yep. They identify you by your habits. So, you know, you can say I'm a good person, but if you go around cursing everybody else out, they know that's the kind of person that you are. Yes. And so they identify you by your habits. You see, your habits, your identity emerges out of your habits. So here... So when you, you um, so every morning that you get up and you make up your bed, guess what you're telling yourself? I'm an organized person. When you get, every day when you get up and you speak positively toward other people, and you know what you're telling yourself? You're telling yourself, I'm a positive person. Yes. You, you see, it's a, your identity is emerging out of your habits. Every day that when you get up and, and you um, exercise every day, what you're, what you're telling yourself is that I'm a healthy person. 
Every day that you get up and you read your Bible and you pray, guess what you're telling yourself? You're telling yourself, I'm a godly person. Every day, your, your, habits, uh, your habits begin to identify you. Your identity emerges out of your habits. Jesus said it this way, look, John 8, 31 and 32. Then Jesus said to those who believed on him, if you continue in my word, what's that next word? Then, then, then see that? Then, if you continue in my word, then, then you're my disciple indeed. Notice that. Then you're my disciple indeed. And look what will happen. You will know the truth, and the truth what? Shall make you free. Jesus was saying that your identity as a follower, as, a, as my follower, emerges out of your habits. You can, you can never be a strong Christian and continue to do the things of the world, the habits of the world. It just doesn't work. Changing your habits, changing your identity. He goes on and says again in Matthew 7 and 24, Jesus again speaking here. He said, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and what? Puts them into practice. Puts them into practice. See that? It's habits. It's like a wise man who built his house on the rock. It was not just hearing Jesus' words that changed people's lives. It was the people that heard them and began to make a habit of his word and put them into practice that made their life strong. It was that. It wasn't just hearing. It was that. Watch this. Every action that you take is a vote for the kind of person you want to become. Did you hear that? Every action you take is a vote for the person that you want to become. And let me just say this to you. You know what? The kind of person that you want to be and the kind of person that you are. And there has to be a trend. There has to be a bridge across that. And you know what that word is? It's habits. Habits is the bridge that gets you from where you are to where you want to be. Remember what we said, when you know who you want to be, you will know what to do. And watch this. You know, there's an election happening in your own life and you get to cast all the votes. And so the question is this, is that will you cast more votes for the person that you want to be or you continue to cast the votes for the person that you used to be? Did you hear that? When you, and you're casting the votes. So you're the one that you get you elected or not. You're the one that says, hey, I get to decide this election. My vote matters. And your actions are what cast the votes. And so I would just say this, you know what? To win an election, you don't have to win every vote, do you? You just have to win the majority of votes, right? And so I would just say to you that, you know, yeah, there's some things that you've done that you don't like, and there's things that you will, that you will do that's out of character for you. But I just say that just have more votes going for the person that you want to be. Amen? Amen. 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 I have people tell me that when they come to talk to me, they'll say, Pastor Jeff, you know what? I've done all this stuff, and they'll say all this stuff, and they'll say, you know what? That was not the real me. It was not the real me. But my actions identified that as me, but that was not the real me. Amen. I don't know why I've done that. But what they've done was they got their life on track with Christ, and they, they said, you know what? I found the real me. And they begin to act that way. I want to challenge you today to do that. You see, you must decide the type of person you want to become. When you decide the type of person you want to become, then you ask this question. You ask this question, okay, would the person that I want to become do that? You know, so in other words, when, if you want to be a good husband, you would say, okay, would a good husband do that? If you want to be a good wife, you say, okay, would a good wife want to be, would a good wife do that? 
Or if you want to, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, maybe a parent, would a good parent do that? You ask that question. Would a good Christian do that? If you ask that question before every, before every action that you take, guess what? You will find yourself leaning into the person that you want to become. When you ask yourself, would a good person do that? I read a story of a lady who, um, who was trying to lose weight. And the way that she did it, she said, you know, I just simply asked ask myself the question, would a healthy person do this? And by ask, she said, by asking that question over and over, I lost 100 pounds. Because every time, she said, every time I started to eat something, I would ask the question, would a healthy person do that? And she said, every time I thought about, you know, just uh, laying in the bed and not getting up to exercise, she said, I asked the question, would a healthy person do that? And every time that you ask that question, it will lead you. Why? Because when you know who you want to be, you will know what to do. Amen, everybody? Amen. You'll know what to do. So my question to you is this. I have one question. Who do you want to be? Who is it that you want to be? Not, not, who, not who your parents told you you're going to be. Not who, you, not who your, your middle school friends told you you were going to be. And some of you have that tape still playing over and over in your mind. In high school, you didn't quite cut it. And there's some people that said, you're never going to be this, or you're never going to be that, or you're always going to be this, and you're always going to be that. Listen, cut that stuff out and begin to ask the question of yourself and answer it. Who do you want to be? And when you, when you discover that, it empowers you to be that. And empowers you to be that. One of the most practical ways to change who you are is to change what you do. Amen. One of the things that I've discovered here is that most people do not know who they are in Christ. Most people do not know that God has given you some gifts, spiritual gifts. And that God, most people don't know their spiritual gifts and they don't know their personality type. They don't know how they were created. They don't know how they're wired up. And so at SEC, we have done every, we're doing everything in our power to help as many people as possible have an opportunity for a better life. And so through Growth Track, we help you discover what your spiritual gifts are. And we help you discover what your personality type is in order that you may fulfill who God has called you to be. See, when you're trying to do something that's not really you, it doesn't work. Amen. You know, if you're trying to do something you're not gifted at, like me, I've always wanted to be a singer. And by the way, I am a great singer. I just don't sound that good, but I'm a great singer. I can sing with anybody, but they leave. You've got to discover who you are. And so I want to challenge you, 2020 this year, go to Growth Track. Matter of fact, on the back of your connection card, there's a spot that says, I will do my best to attend Growth Track. Why don't you do that? Why don't you just do that for yourself? Find out what God has called you to be. Okay, it's coming up on the screen again. Let's say it again. You ready? Let's read it loud. Ready? When I know who I when I know who I want to be, I will know what to do. That is a life lesson right there. Whenever you think about your temper getting out of the way, I hope that you picture me at 22 with hair. That's hard to do right now, isn't it? Okay, number three. We're talking about how to make a real change. Make your daily declarations. 
about who you are. Make your daily declarations about who you are. I love the Bible because it is real. It doesn't gloss over humanity. The guy that we're about to read from here in the Bible, his name is Paul. And Paul, God used him to write the majority of the New Testament, so we would say that he's a godly man. Amen? Would you agree with that? He's a godly man. But look what he says here. He says, so I find this law at work. Would you just read what's underlined with me? Because I think you may be able to identify. Let's read it. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. Anybody identify with that besides me? Anybody? Yes, it's right there. Look what he says. What a wretched man I am. Don't you feel that way at times? Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thank God. Would you read the answer with me? Let's read that. The answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the answer. You can never be who you want to be without the power of Jesus Christ in you. Jesus is the advantage. You know, Shane's Rib Shack, I love Shane's. Uh, It's one of my favorite restaurants. And uh, you know what it says? The secret's in the sauce. You ever heard that slogan, the secret's in the sauce? Let me tell you something, baby. Jesus is the secret in the sauce with Christianity. If you want to get better, if you want to get, Jesus is the secret in the sauce. He's what makes you better. He helps you. He gives you an advantage over everybody else. Remember I told you how on that phone I didn't know what to do, so I'd done what I'd always done. I was like, heck no, come on, buddy. Well, now because I have Jesus and I have a greater understanding, I know who I want to be, and I've grown in the Lord now before when something like that happens, you know, I don't automatically go off on people. Somehow God's given me the ability just to let them just say what they're going to say and let them vent because the whole time that they're cursing me, the Holy Spirit said, now, Jeff, you know who you want to be now. You want to be a godly man. You want to be a pastor of this church. You know, you've been a pastor 25 years. You want to make another 20 years, don't you? So you can't be in jail. (laughs) God don't talk to you like that. Who you think? It's not your conscience. That's the Holy Spirit saying, oh, buddy, no, no, no. Unless you want to start a jail ministry, you better shut up. (laughs) You better keep it shut, buddy. Jesus makes a difference. I want to right now offer you the opportunity to become a Christ follower. And you say, Pastor Jeff, I don't know what to pray. We knew that. That's why I wrote a prayer out for you. And if you would just read it and say it in your heart, you don't have to say it out loud. God will hear you. It's inside of our program. It's called the Prayer to Become a Christ Follower. I want to invite you right now. Don't wait another day. Don't wait another second. Right now, you don't even do it out loud. You just talk to God right now. The only thing I'm going to ask you to do is on the back of this card, says I'm praying the prayer to become a Christ follower. Because here's the deal. When you know who you want to be, you'll know what to do. And so if you'll check that box so we can pray for you. Look at the next verse. I love this part. So Paul says, who, who can help me? He says, Jesus. Then he goes on and says this, Romans 8, 35. Who then can separate us from the love of Christ? Can trouble do it? Or hardship or persecution or hunger or poverty or danger or death? No. Let's read those next two words. 
in all, don't you love that? In all these things we are more than what? We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So I want you to know that today you don't have to be who you've always been. That you can decide right now, who do I want to be? Do I want to be a godly person? Do I want to be a healthy person? Do I want to be a financial free person? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? And once you decide that, then you can be that because God helps you. You are more than a conqueror. Amen? You do not have to be broke the rest of your life. I don't care if your whole family tree has been broke their whole life. You don't have to do that. You stop it right now because you change your habits and you become the person that, that you want to be one because you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? Amen. He's the secret in the sauce of Christianity. I said declare. This year I sat down and I wrote out some daily decorations on this three by five card. Because see still, there's a voice inside of me that says, you can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not this, you're not that. And so what I've determined is every morning when I get up, I pull out this card as part of my prayer. And it's good to just look in the mirror. And here's some decorations I made over my life. Maybe you want to write some down for you. I am a follower of Jesus who brings honor to God. That's who I am. I am a husband who passionately pursues Rhonda. Hallelujah. I ain't got time for nobody else because I'm in hot pursuit of her. That's a good lesson for everybody, right? There. If I'm going after her, I ain't got time for nobody else. I am a father who loves and communicates with his children. I am a person who speaks life. I'm a pastor who loves his people. I am a leader of leaders. I am a person who, who, is fear, who fears less. I am generous. I am a good finder in people. I am a person who gives others an opportunity for a better life in Jesus Christ. That is who I am. And that's how I'm going to start my day every day. Why don't, why don't you decide who you are? Why don't you decide who you are? Why don't you tell yourself every day? Why don't you read it out to yourself? This is who I am. You say, oh, no, you're a troublemaker. Oh, no, I'm a good finder in everybody. Oh, you, you cuss people out. Oh, no, I speak good. I speak life. I don't speak death. I know who I am. And who I am determines what I do. Amen? When you know who you want to be, then you'll know what to do. When you know who you want to be, then you'll know what to do. When you know who you want to be, then you'll know what to do. Who are you? Who are you? You've got to tell yourself who you are. Who are you? Who do you want to be? 2020 will be noted. We'll get to the end of 2020. We'll go into 2021, and you'll be the same person unless you declare it right now who you want to be. Who do you want to be? Because when you know who you want to be, you'll know what to do. Would you stand with me? As I prayed for you this week, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me. and ask you to take a step. And this is what I heard was this, is that, in, that you must take a step away from the person that you used to be and take a step toward the person that you want to be in Jesus Christ. 
You see, you can't, you've got to, you're moving one direction or the other. You've got to take a step away from who you used to be and take a step toward the person that you want to be in Jesus Christ. And so today, I want to ask you to do that because we're going to come and we're going to sing this song that says, I am who you say I am. And as we sing this song, I want to invite you to take a step. The reason that I have you come forward is because it's a step. And I want to challenge you today, will you just step out of your seat and that's taking, taking a step away from who you used to be and it's taking a step toward who you want to be in Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.